Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Best Self Radio. I am your host, Haley James, and I'm so excited to have you guys back for another episode. This is the second episode of the new year, and I'm so excited for today's podcast, you guys. I have definitely some life updates, and I'm so excited to share those with you guys. And then we are going to get into 24 tips for a healthier you in 2024. This stuff might resonate with you, might not, you know, some of them might, some of them might not. These are things that I'm really bringing in to 2024. Um, Some of the things I did in 2023, some of the things I did like in past years that I kind of let go in last year. And then some of them are brand new things that I want to bring into the new year. It's definitely going to be a jam-packed episode, you guys. Highly recommend, you know, having a journal or your notes open or something to jot some things down. If you feel called to, I'm going to expand on each point. Um, Obviously not too, like, too depth, too in depth, too lengthy, because it's going to be a long episode then. Um, You guys know I don't want to go over like an hour or anything like that. So we want to keep them short and sweet, but definitely want to expand a little bit just to let you guys, you know, in on kind of why I'm doing these things and why that might bring a lot of health and joy to your life. So I'm excited for this episode, you guys. These things just flew out of me. I literally would just sat down with my protein hot chocolate. It's a little bit later in the day than I normally record. And I just sat down and I was like, I'm actually gonna write things down because usually it's just a pure transmission of me recording a podcast, but I did just wanna have a little bit more clarity and like make sure I had 24 and that I wasn't um wasn't repeating myself or having a lot of you know pauses kind of idea. So They did come out of me pretty quickly though. And definitely, I mean, I'm sure I could have added a few more. I'm sure maybe, you know, didn't need all of them, but they were things that I was like, yep, this is what I, these are things I want to bring into 2024. These are the things I want to keep doing. So that kind of idea. So really excited about this episode, you guys. I think you're going to love it. And without further ado, let's jump into just a little bit what's going on with me in the last week, do a little catch up, and then we'll dive right into the episode. All right, you guys, let's get into the catch-up first. So last week, right before I left to go see my mom is when I recorded the last podcast. So since then, I went to visit my mom in Prince Edward Island. My sister was also visiting my mom on her winter break. So it was so nice, just like the three girls. It's me, you know, me and my brother and my sister. So there's a three, the three of us girls in the family. And we always have a lot of great times when we're together. So that was super fun. They got snow there. My mom has a beautiful backyard. We're able to snowshoe and cross-country ski which just brings me so much joy so much grounding peace like oh my god cannot say enough good things so that was so nice and then just spending quality time with them I read like three books um, so that was super fun and it was a really great vacation we did get a bit or I got a bit delayed coming back it was a Sunday night flight I was supposed to land at like eight perfect get ready for the first like full week and then of course flight gets delayed for a non-existent weather in Toronto, but whatever, rather be safe than sorry. Um, so we got delayed a bit. It didn't land till like 1.30, almost 2 um, a.m. on Monday morning. Didn't get home till like 3. So anyway, needless to say, Monday was a bit of a mess. And then uh, just kind of catching up on sleep, getting back into waking up early, setting an alarm, all those good things. Um, I did work a few days like last week before I went away, but it just wasn't like fully back to full on schedule. It's because I had a lot of clients away and I was just taking that time for myself. So definitely feeling this week where I'm sure a lot of you guys are as well. 
And then the other thing that's been really wonderful, I think that's just paired with going away, having that peace, that quiet, that ability for things to just like come into me, where what I want to do, how I want to serve you guys, how I want to show up in my own life, things that I'm working on personally and professionally. And paired with that, I did an energy healing yesterday and it was so cool i've never had anything like this i've done some stuff kind of like that like spirituality um development and like that kind of stuff but never like a virtual energy healing where we literally just did it through voxer which is a coaching app i use it's just like a walkie-talkie app and she just went into my energy field like around uh noon and then dropped in at like 20 minutes later with just tons and tons of voice notes for what came through and shared that with me and it was so cool like if you guys have been following the podcast for from the beginning when i started it in 2020 then this stuff will make a little bit more sense if not you'll be like oh didn't know she was spiritual because i haven't really talked about that on the podcast it is something still that's very present in my personal life but i haven't really shared that much on here i'm definitely going to because every time i do something like this i am called more and more and more so to share this really use my voice and um just like i'm there's so much untapped tapped um you know energy within me that i would you know want to share it's just kind of finding the courage and finding that voice to share it and who's going to resonate with this because I am someone that has always been in a much more masculine science-based business and that's just kind of how I'm known so it is a bit you know it's just like navigating that but I'm definitely wanting to bring more of that forward especially after yesterday and really getting the um clarity that that's you know the direction that I'm being pulled towards and when I hear it I'm just like oh yeah that makes total sense like I feel that right so anyway that was really cool a lot of really cool stuff came through lots of synchronicities of things that I'm feeling in my personal life things that I'm working towards and like creating in the physical this year um that is definitely coming through in the energy of like where I'm wanting to go to with business um and personal all of that good stuff so really cool excited to continue to share that journey with you guys um and hopefully you're down with it and if you are and you want to explore more of that and like that side of me and teachings definitely listen like year or two back because 2020 2020 2021 i talk a lot about that stuff and i have a lot of guests on about it and yeah we go deep go deep with all the spirituality um he womb healing like lots of stuff different stuff around femininity and i'm excited to like bring that back to the podcast and to Haley james fitness in general because that's a big part of health and healing and um female health coaching as well in my opinion so we're gonna jump into today today you guys i'm so excited to share these 2024 habits or sorry 2024 habits for 2024 let's dive right into the episode you guys all right you guys so we're gonna start off this podcast with sorry start off the topic of the podcast with me sharing this message that came through this morning to me and that is health equals freedom 
So when I talk a lot through these tips, you guys, it's actually bringing us away from this like more structuredness around our health and wellness, right? Where we need to hit 120 grams of protein. We need to work out five days a week. We need to drink this much water. We need to get these many steps in. Now, yes, some of these practices and principles are things that I bring through into my own life and my coaching, but if we don't have like the foundational health things that we're going to kind of break down and talk about today and just like the mindset within us that we are enough, that we are worthy, that we are loved, like all of those kind of things, those more structured things that we kind of put on top of our lives is only going to take us so far. And that's what I've found, right? Like that's been my struggle, my journey with a lot of these you know, health practices that we put on and we expect ourselves to be perfect. And if we're not perfect, then why bother, right? Which is what's happened so much of the time with resolutions. If we're, you know, starting a new year, which we all are right now, if you're listening to this in real time and you've set a fitness or a health or a water goal or a sleep goal or a habit goal or whatever it is, like any type of goal and you deem yourself only worthy or only acceptable or only ability to move forward and get better is having to be a hundred percent you're gonna lose like you've already lost the the basis of it which is trying to be healthy and better in yourself because then anytime you slip below that perfection that you have put yourself that bar that you have you know like put your put yourself for anytime you fall below that you're gonna feel unworthy you're gonna feel some regret some shame around that which is not the purpose right so that's what I just wanted to kind of lay on the ground something very strongly that I feel around resolutions like the only reason I've said this kind of leading into the year into in December a lot the only reason that I think a lot of people say like I'm not for resolutions or they don't work for me or like I'm I'm not like I hate resolutions whatever it is is again, like so much of the time they're made incorrectly, in my opinion, where they're made us to feel if we're not 100% perfect, we're not 100% on, then why bother, right? Which is what happens to us around three weeks in where we realize, oh, I can't maintain the five times a week workout schedule for 60 minutes. I fell short one day, so I'm a failure. Let's give up. Which again, if we think about it logically and just I'm sure if you've heard, if you hear me saying that now, you're like, that's still silly and it is silly, right? But when we're in that and when all the culture around us for health and fitness sets that precedent, that's what we believe we need to to do to in order for it to be um, acceptable. And I'm so excited, you guys, because I'm running to run a free habit challenge in my community group and broadcast channel. It's going to be kind of in both areas. So I highly recommend you join the broadcast channel on my Instagram. I'm going to link my Instagram down below so you can do that. That's where I'm going to like riff daily on habits and just hold you help keep you accountable. But then in my free community group, you guys, that's where we're going to be able to have more of a dialogue. You're going to be able to check in with me daily. Um, and I'm going to be checking in with you daily. Like I honestly mean that because I want you to win this year. I want you to be successful. I don't want you to fall into that resolution trap of three weeks in and it gets too hard and you fall short. So we're going to be setting realistic expectations for you, realistic habits. And on top of that, this challenge is going to be 66 days, you guys, which has been shown to be the most effective amount of time that we maintain a habit for. Because those first 22 days, which is when I say that three weeks, right? 21 days is 
these three weeks, those first 20, 22 days are when it's going to be the destructive zone. This is a term I got from 5am club book. And that resonates so much with me because those are those days that you have the ability to destroy the habit that you're trying to instill. You have the ability to destroy the results that you want to get. Um, But if we push past that zone and we get into that next 23 onward, that's where it becomes a lot more habitual to you. That's where it becomes more of a part of you. And that's where you're able to integrate it. So we're going to together get us through that phase, right? We're taught a lot of the time not only to be perfect, right, to set these unexpected, unrealistic expectations, but also we are taught that... um, Oh, I totally lost my train of thought there, <laughs> but we're, oh, sorry, there we go. We are taught that if we, um, lose, like if we are, if it's hard for us to do that, then just give up, right? That we, we find this comfort, right? The thing about setting a new habit, you guys, regardless of what it is, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be difficult, right? We are reprogramming your brain and that's, that's going to take work, right? Anytime we're learning something new, it takes work. Us instilling a new habit is something new for your body. It's something new for your mind, something new that you're doing, right? If you're learning how to skate, it's going to be challenging at the first, at the beginning, right? You're going to fall down. You're going to have to get back up. The same thing is for any habit that we're trying to instill, any wellness habit, but we don't take that approach with it right? We expect us to be perfect right out of the gate. Whereas if we took the same approach for driving, for skating, for skiing, for any of those other things that we do, or even just looking at children, right? And seeing how many mistakes they make, how many times they fall down before they learn how to walk. The same thing we are doing when we are instilling a new habit, but that's not the approach we take. However, that is the approach that we are going to take in the 66 habit uh, challenge, 66 day habit challenge that I'm going to run for free for you guys. Because as I said, I want you to win. All right. So that was long winded, you guys, but I just want that to be instilled in you starting the new year and even this like this episode is coming out on january 11th right like who cares whether if you haven't done anything different in your life like i haven't like i haven't really shifted anything yet i'm still kind of getting into the new year i've been on holiday getting into work i'm not I'm not pushing past and setting unrealistic expectations. It doesn't matter if it's January 11th or if it's March 6th or if it's December 31st, right? Starting to create habits that are important to you, that can be done at any time, but we need to set ourselves up for success and being accountable to someone for those first 10, 22 days where we can make or break it, where your ego, where your smaller self is going to be speaking up and saying just stop it's easier to sit on the couch with any potato chips or whatever it is right whatever your kryptonite you are going to get those messages no matter if you're me who've been doing this stuff for over 15 years or if you're brand new to health and wellness you're going to have those voices in your head and the only way to quiet them is to move past it right the only way to quiet them is to prove it wrong to prove yourself wrong by getting up the next day and continuing to push and in, in, into the habit that you want to create. All right, you guys, let's dive into the 2020, 20, 24, 24 habits. I'm, I'm going to continue to stay tongue twisted over that. 
<laughs> but here we go. So the first one, you guys, probably no surprise to you if you watch me on Instagram. That is breakfast within 30 minutes of waking. And this is especially for my women out there, but everyone will benefit from this. Breakfast within 30 minutes of waking. Make it something that's not a bagel, right? <laughs> or a donut. Um, I'm not gonna say we need 30 grams of protein. I do that. Like, yes, I think those are wonderful things, but just start eating something in the morning, you guys. Even if it's a handful of nuts, even if it's just anything to get in your body before you jump into coffee, before you jump into meetings or whatever it is, get something in your body and work towards making it a balanced meal full of protein and fiber and healthy fats. This is going to do wonders for your blood sugar regulation, you guys, controlling cortisol, controlling cravings, um, and really, really helping with your body composition if that is a goal for you in 2024. Um, but especially just like long-term health, blood sugar regulation is so key. If we're not eating breakfast in the morning, we're setting ourselves up for that roller coaster. So start eating breakfast, protein, uh, fiber, and fat filled that's gonna set you up for success, okay? And 30 minutes of waking. Before your coffee, get that in. The second one, second habit is outside walks. So I'm a huge fan of walking incline on a treadmill, Stairmaster, I love it because I either get to like watch something trashy, I'm more of a YouTube girl, but like, you know, something that's a little bit of a guilty pleasure, or lately I've been loving to read. So I do love that, I definitely still do that a few times a week, but just the key of getting outside, I know if you're in Canada, if you're in Toronto where I am, it's cold, a lot of people don't like the cold, I'm a fan, but I know I'm alone in that. If it's, you know, it's cold, it can be windy, it can be snowing, it doesn't need to be a super long walk. I like 30 minutes, but even anything, you guys, getting outside, getting the sun, even if you can't see it, it's there. It's it's helping your circadian rhythm regulate. It's giving some vitamin D synthesis. It's going to be helpful for you, all right? So get outside, get some walks in, um, you know, try at least 10 to 30 minutes per day, and every aspect of your life is going to thank you, especially your circadian rhythm and regulating that for sleep, your cycle, and your, your hormones. Number three, you guys, is strength training. My goal this year is just getting jacked AF, you guys. I am like loving, loving strength training. I love the low and like the low intensity of it in the sense of long rest periods and just like really more of like it's kind of like a meditative process for me. It's that hour or you know, 30 to 60 minutes of time for me to just focus on bettering myself in that physical realm physical area um and yeah i'm just really excited for that but definitely no matter where you fall on it try to get in three strength training sessions a week in really challenging your body to that fatigue level doesn't have to be super heavy weights i do believe it has to be bit over five pounds you guys but just challenging yourself to get that fatigue is going to be important in a few strength sessions per um per week number four though is high intensity training so i know so many of us or gals out there are turning away from high intensity training and i am a fan of that if you've been doing it six days a week however we should not stop doing high intensity training there is so many benefits for our bodies for our cortisol for our blood sugar for our heart health obviously um, for our lean muscle mass, for for our um, mitochondria health, for um, our tendons, our ligaments, like jumping and bouncing and running, all those things, like so many benefits, you guys. We shouldn't just be doing heavy lifting or Pilates. We need to be moving our body in that way. Um, and if we're regulating our body and we're really 
um, you know, paying attention to our hormones and to our stress levels, we shouldn't have any implications from that. So I always encourage my clients, we're going to look elsewhere first. What is causing your body to be in this hyper-inflamed, hyper-stressed area? Do we have something going on in our digestive system? Do we have something going on in our hormonal health? And it might be an element if we need, if again, if you're doing six days of high-intensity in, uh, training, but if you're doing one or two, um, or if you're not doing any, I would like you to be doing one or two um, a week and not not blaming that for your hormonal instability. Number five, you guys, is adding electrolytes to your water. So this is something I've been preaching for a while. You guys know I love Drink Element. Um, those are just like such a great ratio, just stevia sweetened, no additives. So I love those. Um, even just adding in though sea salt, Celtic sea salt is going to be your best bet for just actually like, you know, testing of minerals and just the purity of that salt versus a pink Himalayan salt there. Unfortunately, now there's a lot that's actually not very high in electrolytes and it's just kind of hard to know which is which. So Celtic sea salt is going to be your best bet if you're looking for those electrolytes um, added as well as you can get some like trace mineral drops. I think that's great. Adding things to your water. Our water is very mineral deficient these days, especially if you're in city with purified tap water um, or filtered tap water. The other thing I would say about water though is really understanding your source of water, getting it tested if you live somewhere in the country um, and then filtering your water if you have something from city water i love something a little bit above a berkey but anything that you can afford and is available to you highly recommend you looking into water you looking into some of the issues with that and doing what it works for you and your family um, number six, you guys, is eating local foods. This is something that I am a huge fan of. I don't think it's talked about. I don't think it's done enough. I don't think it's cared about enough. Um, that's a personal opinion, but look at your labels, you guys, going into the grocery store. Where is that food from? Um, really understanding, can you look and get a different sweet potato? They're usually there in the store. It's just, unfortunately, most of the time, it's not actually the biggest display, but really understanding like where that food is coming from. Obviously, in the summer, I know we have farmer's markets, and that can be a bit easier but it still can be done at our local supermarkets um, definitely turning to like a smaller um, market if you can a cooperative um, or an organic kind of market that will definitely sometimes provide a lot more but interestingly enough a lot of the time an organic market might um, sway a little bit more towards an organic but USDA or Mexico certified whereas again a personal opinion is wanting to support local businesses local farmers support our local economy and also help out with that transportation. So less transportation, usually a little bit higher quality nutrients as well as good for the environment. And then when you're looking for that local Canadian produce as well, might not necessarily be organic, but could be, you know, on a smaller farm. You also want to, of course, weigh like, you know, pesticides, that kind of thing. Always be washing our vegetables. But where can we get organic or, or sorry, where can we get local, you guys? Where can we support your local farms, wherever that is? And that can look different depending on where you are, right? Like for me in a colder climate, I might not be able to get as much. Now we do do a lot that now with like greenhouses and stuff, but I not might not be able to get as much. But do we always need to have the certain, you know, zucchini that we're getting in the summer? Do we need to have that in the winter or can we get those nutrients somewhere else? 
thinking of that, you guys, looking into supporting local, or sorry, yes, uh, eating local foods and eating seasonal foods. It's something that I definitely did a lot growing up. I've done a bit of, but I am really pushing in and focusing on that this year, and I'm excited. Number seven, kind of going off of that, is supporting small and organic farms. So again, kind of going off of that, you guys, like if you're able to see, like if that's an Ontario farm, a small farm um, that's like on the label, can you get it from there? Can you do something like a veggie pickup or a drop off like from your local farm, depending on where you are and if that's accessible for you? And then of course, if you also have that or you know local farm that is organic, going for that because they just do put so much more love and care and money into the foods that they are growing and it really does benefit you and your health in the long term um shopping local so again just like supporting our local economy um can we not jump on amazon and buy everything can we go to our local store can we support can we focus on more of a slow movement in general instead of just this quick getting everything you want with instant gratification honestly you guys it has a lot of carryover to your fitness and health goals because you realize that you can't just get something with a snap of your finger but if we're primed to think that all the time primed (laughs) no pun intended if we're primed to think that all the time or again our brain waves are we're going to think okay that should get this instantly right the next day i should get this um it can be the same thing in business you're waiting for a client or money to come through and realize that it's coming it's there for you but it might not come in a day Um, and really understanding that a parallel to um, supporting local small businesses and your economy I just think has so much pull and carry over into all areas of your health the um, number nine you guys is grounding so this is something that came through a lot in my energy reading as well as it just was my word of the year and something that I am doing so much of from different foods you can do, from just connecting with nature, from finding ways in my life that I just feel centered and grounded. Most of the time that will be a feeling, right? So just really embracing all that I can do around grounding. Um, Obviously in really like easy intuitive way to do that is like walking barefoot but if you're in Canada and you're in Toronto that might not be accessible to you at this moment but there can be other ways I know for me like living in a condo it really doesn't resonate with me trust me I'm working on that but um, for now it's just finding ways to circumvent that number 10 you guys is going to be parasympathetic activities or just honestly like hobbies in general like maybe they're not so much um, like calming nervous system wise but just things that are like things you used to do maybe that you don't do anymore because you don't have time for right using quotations mark here um just making time for those activities i know for me a big one is knitting i love to knit i really want to start creating like sweaters and hats and socks um and that kind of thing i do want to start a family soon so like making those things for my children sounds so appealing and awesome to me doing like dolls anything like so cool so that's something i really want to get back into reading which i've already been doing that feels great um and just kind of like art like those kinds of more things especially if you're a female listening to this males too but like just remembering for us if females if you're an entrepreneur if you're in um something that you're kind of in that boss ceo energy things that we can drop back in into our femininity that flow that um you know intuitive nature that more creative energy is so great for us something that i really let go for years and um making sure that this year i am prioritizing that for my health 
And going off of that is dancing, um, either if that's going to be in a class or just like me moving and dancing at home. This is something that actually was called to for me through the energy healing as well to help open my hips. You guys know I've been dealing with a hip SI issue. So this is an element that I'm pulling in that more energetic element of body pain and really focusing on um, opening my hips, healing my womb space, and just really connecting to that root and chakra area. So dancing is a great way to do that. Womb healing was my number 12, so it kind of goes in together, you guys. Um, this is just really, again, like that allowing that feminine energy to come out, um, making, you know, kind of releasing stuck energy in there and just relief, making sure that I feel comfortable to embrace all area, like all parts of me. So that's something that I'll continue to share with you guys, but that's something I'm making sure I don't ignore in 2024. I did a lot of work with us in 2021 and it was absolutely amazing and transformative for me. So really want to bring that back in. Um, number 13, you guys, is meditation. This is something I slacked hard, hard with in 2023. And I just know how much meditation changed my life when I started doing it in 2019, or actually beginning of 2020. Yeah, beginning of 2020. Um, I, for two years, I meditated every single day, 100% non-negotiable. You know, I would get up to meditating for over an hour. It was absolutely amazing, transform transformational for me. So what my plan is for this and something, one, I'll give you guys a tip of how I started meditating in the first place. So if you would have told me like four years ago, I guess maybe five years ago now to meditate, I would literally laugh in your face. Like, no way, I'm not sitting still, which is the reaction I get from a lot of people. Now, of course, if you're not pulled to, if this doesn't resonate with you, then you know leave it. But if you're kind of like wanting to meditate, but you were like me, I'm like, oh, I can't sit still just meditate for three minutes. Like I'm not even kidding. Like just start building again that habit. If it's something you want to do, if it's a habit you want to build, bring that into the 66 day challenge and we'll start with that. Just do it three minutes, right? And then you'll start seeing the benefits. You'll start um, realizing that you can do it. You'll start priming your mind, right? You're reprogramming those neural pathways and it'll become a habit to you and then it'll feel so good. It's just like fitness. It's just like working out. You'll want to do more of it. You'll want to do it for longer. So that's what I suggest with meditation. How I'm kind of getting back into it is the area of kind of womb healing and working on some of the things that have come up for me. So I want to do like a series around it. So I'm excited to find that. Number 14, you guys, is reading. So this is something I got into at the end of last year. I think I read... I think I read seven books in six weeks. I think it was, yeah, six or seven books in six weeks, which was incredible considering I think I read three books for the rest of the year in 2023. So like around 10 throughout the whole year and like six of those in the last two months, pretty much. Um, so that was really cool for me. And I've already read three books going into 2024. So I'm going to read 25 books at least um, this year. I didn't want to set something to two out of there because I want to enjoy the books. And I know for me, like when I'm on holiday, I can read a lot more, but obviously getting back into work, I already like I've, I mean, I, I read for like 10 minutes yesterday, right? So, um, I know that I won't keep that same pace, but 25 books to, you know, like around two books a month is totally doable. Might push me a little bit, but that's fine, right? We want a little bit of challenge with reading for me too. I want to do 
like uh, fiction and be having and having like kind of a personal development or nutrition fitness book on the go as well um but also not being too strict on myself with that because for so long all I would read is like personal development and health and nutrition books and I didn't read novels and that's what I've been reading a lot of is novels I think I read two like personal development books like in that in that last few like those in the last 10 books I've read and the rest has just been like pure pleasure novel books. So I'm not going to be too strict on myself for reading like personal development because I think I'll always have one on the go. But if it's, you know, the ratio is way off, like that's okay with me. I'm not like 12 personal development and 12 fiction, like no way. Like I know I'm going to be reading way more fiction just because you can read them a lot quicker um, or at least I can. And I don't want to be too strict on, my, strict on myself for that, which is kind of a general theme in, in, for 2024 in general. But that's my reading goal, you guys. Again, some tips if you're stuck on reading. <laughs> Number one, get an e-reader. I was so stuck on not getting that for so long because I just felt like I loved the con, like holding a book. I liked going to bookstores, which I totally do. But the thing is, like, wasn't reading, you guys. So I was like, well, I need to shift it. So that's another thing with habits. Is like, can you get yourself? Um, something that'll help you do that, right? Like um, a new water bottle and workout clothes, gym membership, like, you know, those kind of, those tactile things, like those things that we can hold and buy and like help ourselves with the habits. You know, if you're able to do that, it's go for it, right? And so definitely for me reading, that was super helpful for that. And then the other thing is same thing. Like you can just start setting like a time goal or a page goal. And then once you get into it, you might really love it and you'll keep going. Um, so that's reading number 15, you guys is stomach acid. So this isn't really a habit, but I wanted to say, I guess maybe like consuming things or doing things during mealtimes that are going to help with your stomach acid. So my stomach acid journey was like the biggest thing of 2023 that changed my life. You guys, I have gone two months now with zero flare ups of my inflammation and just like bowel change and just discomfort. I have like a little bit now because I got glutened a few days ago, but that's neither here nor there. But if I'm, you know, if I'm avoiding gluten and I'm avoiding a lot of processed oils and inflammatory foods and sticking to my whole foods, organic, local, all that good stuff, diet, which I always do and I want to forever. I don't, that doesn't bother me. Um, if I'm sticking to that, and I'm doing a few things. My stomach acid has increased. I am feeling so good. I just have no, like normal digestion and bowels and I'm just feeling so good. So it's something that I stress a lot with clients and it's something we can see coming up in GI maps. So if it is something you struggle with and you kind of tried like cutting out different foods and nothing else is working like that, it could be a stomach acid thing. You guys know I've talked a lot about it, but the things that have really changed and helped me is one like non-negotiable absolutely non-negotiable you guys i sit and enjoy my meals either in complete like silence or you know, obviously you can talk to someone um or like i do sometimes watch or read something but i'm very conscious and i only suggest you do that if you've already gone through a period of time where you sit solely alone with your food with no distractions because what this is going to do is going to slow you down force you to fully chew your food, be aware. And also again, like we're not multitaskers. Um, so fully be present with your food and have your parasympathetic nervous system being the one that is overriding your sympathetic so that you are focusing on digestion. Because if you're a little bit stressed or if you're a little bit heightened, not even stressed, you guys, like, but if you're a little bit heightened, right? Like if you're like something is, you know, like 
you know, intense that you're reading or work stressing you out, or um, even if just like you're hungry and you come to the kitchen, you know, you come into the kitchen, you're like, oh my God, I need to make this food to eat this. Like that used to be all the time because I used to allow my blood sugar to drop and get hangry. That is another thing which you'll just be mindlessly eating and you won't be chewing your food and really being aware of it. So that's something that will decrease your stomach acid or you won't be producing enough stomach acid and then over time, that's going to decrease your stomach acid. So that's number one, you guys just being really present and mindful with your food. Make sure you're chewing it. I call this digestive hygiene. The other thing that I have done that is a non-negotiable is some sort of increasing of stomach acid. So apple cider vinegar is super good. Make sure you dilute it in water. I always have that in the morning. So I kind of like jumpstart it um, as well as adding Canadian bitters. So bitters are so great for stomach acid as well as liver enzymes. So I add bitters at least to one of my liters of water a day. And then the next, the last thing I do is HCL from HD Muscle. And this is just a tablet. And I take this before most of my meals. And I just can't even tell you the change it has made in my life. But make sure you guys, before you add anything in, if you're not slowing down eating your food and being present with your food, don't worry about any supplements, okay? So that's stomach acid, you guys. 16 for me is journaling. I have journaled since I was like in high school or maybe a little bit even before. Yeah, I think like middle school. I absolutely love journaling and I feel like I don't journal anymore. So I'm going to start that habit um, this year. Like I journal like here and there um, and I'm definitely do, I do lists and stuff like that, but I really want to just like free write. I'm not going to say I'm doing it every single day because I don't know if I'm going to create time for that, but I'm kind of prioritizing meditations and reading a bit over that right now, but it's definitely going to be something I do a few days a week, especially on a weekend when I have a little bit more time in the morning and just really kind of unwinding from the week, what went well, what to work on, all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited to work on journaling. And if you don't journal at all, um, just doing something like writing to-do list, kind of making sure you're kind of clearing your slate um, and resetting excuse me, can really help with sleep and nervous system regulation. So some sort of way of getting your thoughts out onto page. Okay, you guys, we're getting there. Number six, seven, or sorry, number 17 is joy. I am prioritizing joy this year. So I think this is another thing that is so often forgot in health, you guys. As I said at the beginning, like health, freedom, like health is creating freedom for you in your life, right? And if you're creating your health around rigidity and structure, like rigid, um, restrictive diets and fitness, and you're feeling shitty about yourself and you don't even enjoy it, what is the point? Like, and I, listen, if you were there, I get it. I've totally been there with my healthy habits. And I do want to say a caveat to what I intro this with of saying like, there is going to be a sticky time where you're like, you don't want to do it. So I'm not saying that it's always going to be like every habit that you do every day is going to be like, this is the best day ever, sunshine and rainbows and butterflies, right? Life is life. But are we finding joy in what we're doing? Like today, you guys, I wasn't feeling wanting to work out. I'm kind of like still out of my workout structure, just like how things have been falling. I haven't been able to get into my routine. But instead of just being like, okay, I'm not 
gonna work out and I'm gonna just feel like worse I first just got on and walk like did my the stairs and read right so I read my book and I got in more of that like motivation and just like in the vibes got sweating got my body moving and then I did like a fun drop set with um, some back exercises and that was my workout like it didn't need to be serious it didn't need to be this some like intense thing and too serious like honestly like your workouts and your health doesn't have to be serious you guys like find joy and happiness around what you're doing and make it fun like especially fitness actually I mean health too like make cooking fun make buying your groceries fun make um there's so many ways to do this like it doesn't have to be this monotonous dragging through life that we so often succumb to like make these things fun and especially fitness like it is so fun like it brings you so much joy it makes you able to do so many things um so if if you're finding like you're in a like a uh, rut with it or if you're just finding like okay i'm doing this workout program because i've been told to do this workout program but like i don't like it switch it up like it's not that serious okay it's not that serious find joy in your life um number 18 you guys is inner peace so if you listen to two episodes again you guys you know that i came to this like eureka moment of like holy crap i feel so peaceful in my body I feel so free and I feel so much love for myself which I think is yeah like body love is number 19 but this is something I just want to continue to ground into into 2024 like I don't want to lose all the work that I've been doing and um really just continue to cultivate and grow with this because I can't tell you how amazing that feels to like not have this inner conflict within me and not like literally look in the mirror and be like, I fucking love you, right? Which for so many years, that just wasn't my truth, you guys. Not saying I didn't fake it sometimes (laughs) and there weren't days that I did, but like generally, like there was always that conflict and there just always was that feeling. So I'm just continuing to prioritize that. And so many of the things that I'm listing here in these 24 habits are things that help me with that and would help you with that as well. Like not taking your fitness and health so seriously, you guys, um, and really just understanding understanding that it's about feeling good um and that's going to be so much more impactful for your health than hitting your macros every single day um and then yeah number 19 is body love you guys just cultivating that like i'm not just saying like oh i love myself like deep deep love for self and what i say if you say those words to yourself like oh, i love you or you look in the mirror like i love you Haley, and or whatever it is and you feel resistance you feel Um, you feel like you don't believe that dig into why right like don't just leave it at that and just continue to kind of like fake it and say affirmations if there's like a physical reaction in your body where you're like that you know like I don't really believe that um dig into why right that's where I can help you with some self-conscious reprogramming that's where we can do sessions on that that's where you can you know research into that do the meditations the journaling get curious get curious yourself why is that coming up what's going on um because this will free yourself and this like if you feel that then the things that you do the workouts the nutrition the way you live your life the habits those things are all going to come more naturally if you're serving yourself from love versus serving yourself from um not, not even necessarily hate like it could be or it could be just like wanting like changing yourself because you don't think you fit in or you're not worthy so going out of your habits from there versus 
shifting your habits from a place of love, right? Because you can do very similar nutrition plan workouts, but if that one person is doing it because they love themselves and they want to be the best version of themselves versus they, you know, hate themselves or versus they don't feel worthy and they think they need to do this for love, there's going to be a there's going to be a very different results that come from that you guys right this is the energetic and physical you know physiology of our bodies colliding and we really cannot ignore that element of it okay so just keeping that in mind um with cultivating body love get curious if we're feeling that resistance when we say that to ourselves Number 20, we're getting there, you guys, is nourishing mind, body, soul. So again, this kind of goes into that. Like if we're serving ourselves from love, you're going to nourish your body, mind, and soul from its greatest good, right? Versus if we're going in from it, not that. So again, this can mean something for so, so differently for everyone. You know, for me, I stressed a lot of these earlier habits, like nourishing my body is not just about eating 20, 30 grams of protein at each meal. It's eating 30 grams of protein from grass fed local, you know, cows. It's eating 30 grams of protein from healthy raised chickens where not only the chicken, but every employee around them is taken care of, right? Um, It's eating 30 grams of protein that is not shipped from Mexico, right? So these are things that for me, that means nourishment. That doesn't necessarily have to be for you, but it's not just about the food I'm eating. It's about the trail of that food, right? Um, It's also about the environment, right? When I talked about digestive hygiene, how are you eating? Are you stressed? Are you watching something? Are you um, consuming work at the same time you're eating and you're not present and you're not like truly nourishing yourself? Or are you sitting down with that meal thanking the the earth for this meal and and enjoying it right so that's something big right nourishing our minds you guys are we consuming news are we consuming scrolling on our phones and consuming people that don't fill our cups up but drain us but make us compare but make us jealous like bring out those negative things are we just mindlessly scrolling and we don't even know what we're consuming at the end of the day um how are we feeling feeling our fueling and nourishing our minds right are we reading things that are giving us value are we surrounding ourselves and our and words and things like that that are nourishing and filling ourselves up same thing with our soul are we leading the way that our soul is wanting us to lead are we pushing back like this is something i'm fully like you know i'm going into more and making sure i'm nourishing that element that area of myself and not just kind of ignoring those intuitions and those pulls in that alignment so how are we going to nourish ourselves just you guys like really expand away from just the food we are eating and understand that nourishment is so much deeper than that because it's not just about the food but it's about what that you know that food ate firstly and also about how we actually digest absorb and assimilate and eliminate that food that matters number 21 you guys is going to be femininity so for me again a lot of that came off of like the first few things that i was seeing there with dancing and womb healing and just like um really cultivating a lot of these parasympathetic like creative activities so just really making sure that i am expressing that area of myself something that came through my energy healing is balance of those two energies guys masculine and feminine and i said at the beginning like because I've been so much more in a area of work that's much more masculine driven and led that's been my and I was raised by a mother like that as well so that's just been my default my whole life and it's always something that is more like having to be more um not necessarily work but more conscious of 
making sure that I'm not slipping too much into that and I'm allowing that more creative fluid version of, or like energy of me come out and really continuing to keep that balance. So that's something that I'm really wanting to focus on this year and using those things that I said at the beginning to help with that. Number uh, 22, you guys, is steadiness. So this is the other kind of thing that came through for me of like words and kind of how I want to feel in 2024. I'm someone that I'm very trial and error. Like I like to try things out. They don't work, let it go, whatever. And I've come to love that part of me, but it is something that I'm not going to say is not challenging um, and hasn't led, led me like just, yeah, just been a challenging element of me, to be honest. Um, I appreciate all of that, but I'm just really looking for steadiness this year. And so, so many of these things of these habits that I am instilling are going to help cultivate that and continue with that versus me just saying, okay, like my habits this year are to get 10 K steps and for me to, um, get 30 brands of protein at each meal. And for me to strength train five days a week and me to get this bench and, you know, those kinds of things, which I'm not saying that some of those things don't fall in alignment with my goals. But for me, it's more about finding how I can be steady with this energy and maintain this and like continue to climb versus kind of go up, down, up, down, up, down, which has been my trajectory of a lot of my life over time because I'm not keeping that balance, if that makes sense. Number 23, we're almost there, 30 plants a week. Um, and eating the rainbow, you guys. So I talk about this so much because just saying like eating 30 grams of, or three, 30 plants a week, one, lots of fiber, right? Number two, lots of color. So lots of polyphenols, lots of, lots of minerals, vitamins, lots of support for that microbiome, right? Total, right? Also, that's why I say that because it kind of sums so many things up, right? Getting a lot of fiber in, getting a lot of antioxidants, getting a lot of different colors, getting a lot of polyphenols, getting a lot of different probiotics and prebiotics that support the gut. Now, we can, of course, expand on all of those areas. And if you are coached by me or you follow anything that I do, we are, we've, we've talked about that a lot and I will continue to, but that just perfectly like sums it up, especially for me or someone where like, you know, I know kind of those intricacies of things. So the habit that I'm instilling is just like continuing to do that and changing it up as well. Keep it in mind, you guys, plants are not just their vegetables, but that's the seeds, the nuts, the grains, the fruits. So it, it's not that hard to get it, to get them in. Um, obviously it could be if you're, plants right now is like wheat tomatoes and lettuce <laughs> but um we're obviously looking for that diversity are right, you guys number 24 um oh my god oh yeah can't even i was like what is it i can't even read it, it became a scroll at the end you guys cooking at home and just eating the minimal amount of processed foods possible um so obviously when i say processed foods i don't mean like i know obviously we're like creating rice pasta from rice blah, blah blah but like not packaged foods you know buying my or making nut milk versus buying it making protein bars versus buying them um cooking at home versus eating out i don't eat out much and like i'm not gonna say i'm not eating out that's not what i'm saying but just like continuing to make that a good healthy habit that i already do and the processed food thing like really just 
honing in on that the best I can and making as much food from home that I can. Um, I find that's just so supportive for every area of my health and life. So wherever you are in that, you guys, but cooking from home is proven again and again and again to be so much healthier for you than eating out, you guys. So no matter where you're at, like if you're having lunch out five days a week, can we cut that down to three? Like I'm not saying we're looking for perfection. You guys know that, but um, really just for me, it's just cooking at home as much as possible, um, making my own food as much as possible. And taking the time like really really taking the time to do that versus just being like oh it's easier to order out or it's easier to buy this nut milk versus make it yourself um if it's important to you it'll you can make time for it right okay you guys that wraps it up i'm so excited for this year and continue to instill these habits for me and you, the most important thing, you guys, about habits is consistency with them and is getting past those first few weeks. So if you're like me and love the new year and love setting new goals and fresh starts and are hyped and excited about all the changes that you can make in 2024, please join the free group, you guys, because I want to see you win, as I said. And if you're out on your own trying to accomplish these goals and these habits, I'm not saying you can't do it. Of course you can do it. You're freaking amazing. But having accountability is going to help you so much. And it's free, you guys. It's free. So there's two different ways to join. And you can join both or you can join just one or the other. So the first one you can do is just join the broadcast channel. So that's literally nothing other than if you're already subscribed to me or following me on Instagram, then you just join the broadcast channel, which is up in my bio. I'll post it on my story too, like after this is posted, so you'll be able to find it easy. Join there every single day. This is starting Monday. Every single, I think Monday. I think that'll be enough time. Every single day, it'll say in there, don't worry. Every single day, I'm going to be dropping in with riffs on like habits and continuing to keep them, right? So I know like for today, it was a lot of what was coming through for me was to help, to help you guys was this consistency past this 22 days, right? So that's kind of an example, like I would riff on that and the importance of that, right? And the importance of not being perfect, but continuing to show up for you, right? So things like that, that we'd be going to be riffing on in the broadcast channel and again just like keeping keeping you tuned in right like keeping you tuned into these habits that you set at the beginning of the year and then the second way to be involved and you can do both of course and I suggest you do both is to join my free community all you have to do for that is linked in the bio email I just think name and email and then you're in the free community the find your flow free community one we do a free group call in there every single month anyway with a free resource to support you so you'll get that while you're in there but number two is for these 66 days you guys i am going to be in there helping you stay accountable so like we'll all you know if you jump in there i'm gonna ask you what are the goals you're setting um that you want to like hold accountability for and i'm going to be dropping my goals in i'm going to keep myself accountable for you can get coaching in there you know support but a bottom line you guys is just accountability and when we say that too like i want you guys to know because sometimes my clients can come into get into this trap where if they fall short they feel like they can't tell me or they feel like a failure hundred percent no but what i want from this challenge is let's say on day 20 you don't do one of your goals or you fall into a old pattern an old habit you tell me 
you tell the group so that we can hold you accountable to get up the next day and do it versus falling back into your old habits and staying there, right? Because that's what I said at the beginning. We have to complete these 66 days for this to stick, right? For us to get through this destruction destruction zone, for us to get into this integration phase. So that's what the challenge is all about. You guys, I'm not setting like steadfast things that you have to follow. This is about whatever goals that you have set for the new year, or maybe you haven't set any because you're afraid of failing or falling short like you've done in the past. This is a good opportunity to start thinking of things that you actually do want to bring into your life more. If you want to read more, that's where you can set this goal and we can work together on a realistic one for you. I'm not setting a 30 minutes a day reading for you if like you haven't picked up a book in years. Like that's stupid, right? That's not realistic. So that's what we're going to do in the group together is set goals for you and I'm going to keep you accountable. I can't wait you guys because as I said like we're winning in 2024 and if you're ready to win with me this is the place to be I love you guys so much I hope you love this podcast it's one of my favorite podcasts I think I've ever recorded I love this and if you did I would love you guys to share the show with someone who you find think would this would be valuable especially someone that maybe you want to do the habit challenge with how fun um and then also if you don't mind rating and reviewing the show you guys I have some big dreams for the podcast, meaning I just want it to be listened to by more people. Um, So we're getting podcast guests and just pouring my heart and soul into this show this year. And I just would love and appreciate your guys' support with a rate and review. Love you all so much and I'll see you guys next week.